Hello and welcome back to another episode of Time Out with Young Sporters with your host, Anton McKenzie. Um, I hope everyone's well. I hope we're all having a good month of May. We will come towards the end of it. And most importantly, I hope we enjoy this beautiful weather that we're getting. Um, this episode, I want to talk about the importance of spectators, i.e. fans, um, in any sport. doesn't matter what sport it is. The importance of fans, um, the atmosphere that they bring. And I say this because, obviously, as you know, Germany have kick-started their... I shouldn't say kick I think they've restarted, I should say, the Bundesliga, um, which is a very popular league in Germany, um, with some massive, massive football matches. Uh, a couple of weeks back, we watched Schalke versus Borussia Dortmund. And normally that is a game and a half. Uh, let's have it right. It's a game and a half. And I watched it. Dortmund won 4 0. Don't know why they played well. You know, albeit Schalke looked dead on their feet after 25 minutes. You know, they played well, but the game was flat. You know, personally, I watched it and I thought, this ain't it, this ain't right. You know, and um, I just want to talk about, not just that game, not that particular game, but sport in general and the importance of fans. Um, when, you, when you're in a stadium, whether you're at Twickenham, whether you're at Wembley Stadium, when you're, when you're at the Oval, you know, these are three monumental grounds. If there's no fans there, it has it's an empty feeling. And for me, as a, as a player, if I was to play in a stadium of any magnitude and it's empty, I'm flat. You know, and honestly, I feel the players felt it. Now, when I watched that game last week, um, I just looked at the players and I'm like. They're not even out of second gear, really. They're just strolling. And I felt if the fans were there, they're in fourth, five, fifth gear. They're going for it, you know, full pelt. So, um, I just feel, you know, that is the, the topic for today. And hopefully, you know, we can just get around how we can make it better, what we can do, you know? Fans in any sport makes the difference. Let's have it right. I'm saying it here, you know, right now on this podcast. Fans, spectators in any sport makes the difference. They're like 12 men or women, you know, it's about genders, but fans are humongous in any sport. The racket that they bring to the stadium, they make the stadium a fortress, you know, and just football in terms for example you know look at Anfield that stadium is absolutely terrifying as an away player or as an away fan you go there and you're you could be winning 1-0 it doesn't make a difference when those Liverpool fans get onto the players you know they just turn them up on another notch if you're hang about you know we thought we was in control then before you know it bam you know they've upped the levels they've changed the tempo of the game and you're on the back foot you know, another st- Old Trafford, Manchester United. Ah, oh, they call that the theatre of dreams. 
And sometimes you go there, it's a nightmare for you. You know, once again, the fans, they make a difference. Some of these stadiums are like cathedrals. So before you've even stepped into the pitch, you feel like you're already losing 1-0. You know, just going away from football. Let's just go to um, golf, for example. You know, when you go to certain venues, I don't know any venues top of my head. When you go to certain venues, I see it on TV and I just see the fans, you know, they, they go dead silent for a putt. But as soon as that ball touches the, hits the green or it goes in, you hear the fans, you hear the, the roar in the background. I, I know that just gets you up a level. It really does. You know, I'm not really a golf lover, but I do try and tune into the Ryder Cup. Um, it's just a massive tournament, so I do try and tune into it. I honestly, I'm like, wow. You know, cricket, the World Cup last year. I tell you what, obviously, following England the whole way, and obviously seeing the Super over in the final, never really heard of this, but the fans, once again, they made it. Honestly, I felt if the fans weren't in that stadium, I don't, I don't know how England's winning that. If I'm honest, I'm not saying that, you know, we weren't good. But when I look at the team, honestly, the fans, they G you up they, they, to another level that, honestly, I don't think you can get yourself up to. You know, fans, they do that to you. They bring that confidence out of you to say, do you know what? I'm going to go for that ball. I'm going to go for that catch. I'm going to go for that shot. You know, that not, normally you probably, probably wouldn't do. Um, So I just, I'm just a bit dejected when I watch... You know, some of the Bundesliga games, I'm thinking, ah, oh, I can't do it. I watched 10, 15 minutes of it. Um, the week had just gone, which was the 23rd of May. I'm like, nah, uh, this, is not, this is not for me. And I just tuned out. But um, fans, we are important. And it, it's clear to see. It's clear to see. And oof, I don't know, you know, where we go from here. Don't get me wrong. You know, um, I love. I'm glad football's back in Germany. That is anyway. I'm glad football's back. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I've tried to watch. I try and encourage myself. I try and look past the negatives and try and watch the games. Well, it is hard to sit there in your house watching a game that you feel like could be just played in your local park, you know. But there are positive and negatives to anything. Um, and obviously it's a negative that there's no fans. But a positive is that obviously we're getting football back up and running again, which is amazing. Um, you know, the players, they they do try and put the effort in. But obviously it's hard when you haven't got the 12th man. You know, I see an article the other day where... Um, some football teams or football clubs, sorry, talking about you know, artificial sounds in the stadium. I'm like, how would that work? You know, through the tannoy system where you just have, you know, roars, you know, of applause maybe or cheers. But then what happens if, you know, a striker has a shot and it was close, it just whisk, whisk, you know, whiskers past, the, just goes past the post basically. Um, by a whisker, sorry, I'm trying to say. Are you going to have groans in, in the tunnels? Are you going to have that, oh, man, what a, what a chance that was. What a wasted opportunity. Will you have that? Uh, what would you do? You know, because players, players know when there's a great chance to score 
or the nerves that they should just laid off to their player to have a tap in and they don't. Because they hear it from the fans. Oh, you know, what about when they're about to have a shot? You know, and they, they scuff the shot, the balloon's over. Or oh, not even that. They're in a great chance to shoot. You hear it from the fans. Shoot! If you don't have that, what do you do? I know you can just take it upon yourself and take the shot or lay off as a footballer, you know, you should have the initiative to do these things. Sometimes you need that. You know, a key one that I love. You've got the ball, you haven't scanned your shoulder to look to see who's behind you. And you hear it from 55,000 fans. Man on! You know, you don't have that. Yeah, your players can tell you. But when you, when the fans tell you, you know there's someone charging onto you, ready to put a foot in, do something with that ball. Whether you're doing a skill or a little pass back and then a little jockey to left or right, do something. These little things make the difference. You know, you might not notice it now, but in time you notice it. You know, another one. Referees. Oh my goodness. Being an Arsenal fan, going to Old Trafford, and you hear all the time. You know, Alex Ferguson, the greatest managers to ever, ever play in the game or coach in the game. Fergie time. Oh my goodness. Like, where, where is this coming from? You know, you've got three minutes on the clock, and you're talking about an extra six minutes. Like, what? How? What? You know, full official, please calculate this time for me. How did we get this? You know, so the fans that have that input, and the manager, of course, on certain grounds, they have that input on a referee and the decision that he makes. They really do. And it's been proven. You know, referees, they tend to favour the home team, you know, in games. You know, it's the fans have that input. Players as well, but the fans... To have that, honestly, referees, they don't want to have 50,000 fans. Well, that's big stadiums. But in smaller clubs, even still 25,000 fans screaming down at you, you don't want that pressure. But sometimes, obviously, you know, just to save face, they just give it to the home team. It happens so often, you know. Um, so that's the importance, obviously, home and away matches. It really is. But um, no, fans, we are important and I look forward to seeing us come back very soon. I'm seeing articles again talking about maybe football, for example. Um, Well, not for example, football. Um, Having the 2020-21 season behind closed doors. Now, financially, a lot of clubs will struggle. But just for the morale of the sport and the dignity of the game, it's crazy. And I know for health reasons why it's being done, doesn't make it any better. It doesn't mean, you know, yeah, yeah, it's okay. Look, you know, it's, it's still hard to swallow, a bit of pill to swallow, knowing that you can't go to your local club and watch them play. You know, you just have to watch them on TV, which is fine. You know, I'm sure, I'm sure obviously we'll work around it somehow, but we need to be in stadiums. And obviously, I'm, uh, the sooner we can go back, the better. You know, but I'm I'm glad that football is returning and I'm happy to see, you know, football clubs, you know, trying their best to make things work, you know, so we, at least we're getting football on the pitch, you know. Just finishing off, I just want to, just a few more pointers I just want to pick out. Um, I'm just wondering, imagine having no fans in any sport for a year. Imagine NFL, no no fans. 
Imagine ice hockey. I don't really watch it, but sometimes it tunes. I tune in on Sky Sports sometimes. Imagine that. No fans. What difference that makes? You know, cricket. You know, f- football, rugby. Oh my! Imagine that. For example, like the Six Nations. Imagine Six Nations with no fans. You know, next year we've got the Euros. Imagine days. You know, I know they pushed it back a year, but imagine no fans. For a whole football tournament like that, no fans. <sighs> Honestly, I, I, it will be hard. Let's have it right. It will be hard, you know, to not have any fans in any sport and just it will be tough, you know. Even lower level, grassroots level, you know. I spoke to my dad the other day and asked him because he's he's watched me play football a few times when I was um younger. Um, what was it like watching me? Like play football. What was it like as a as a spectator or a fan on the sidelines watching your son play football? You know, what was it like for you? And he only told me because Anton, some games you know you played well, but it was tough because I don't want to keep screaming out and cheering, but I want to try and encourage. Some days, Anton, you know you might have had a not a stinker, but not a good game basically, and it's hard because he wants to tell you like, come on, Anton, do more, come on. Put your thumb out. Get you know, work harder. But you can't closely. You don't want to discourage me. You want to encourage me. So, you know, at the lower level, and especially social distancing, what do what do parents do? You know, do they not go to see their child play? Do they stay? You know, but keep a distance. You know, how they be now? You know, because a lot of children, and not just children, but a lot of players in the lower levels of any sport, you know, they may be unfit. So when they're going back into sports, they won't be at full potential, full peak. And it's not like top-level sports where you get your training, you know, daily, and then you can just go and play after a while. You know, a lot of us, we just turn up once a week, do a bit of training, then, you know, go play a match or go and play a sport. What do we do? How do we get back to full fitness? You know, it'll be harder for us. So when we're getting our spectators watching us and seeing us not out of full potential, how would they how would they be for us? How would we cope if the fans don't give us the backing that we feel that we may need, you know? Or if no one just turns up, you know? Low league clubs and teams and sports and levels, just we need the fans. And if fans, let's say, don't turn up, how do we get encouraged? How do we get motivated? Because sometimes self-motivation isn't enough. Sometimes we need the fans to GS up, you know, but I thank you all for listening in once again, um, this episode has been insightful for me as well, on how we go as fans in any sport around the world, and what we can do to encourage our local clubs, or our clubs in general, and not just football, I mean, you know, in any sport that is, what do we do as fans, you know, if, let's say for the next 12 to 18 months, they're saying no fans in any stadiums or arenas, you know, what do you do? I I honestly, it's a tough one, but hopefully we can come to some form of conclusion in the coming months um, to ha- rectify this situation, whether it's, you know, ambient sounds for the tannoys, you know, cardboard cutouts um, to give some form of an oomph in the game, you know, just even sound effects, maybe. You know, when you're about to take a shot, 
you know, a sound of it comes. Who knows? Even just maybe a theme tune when you're playing a game or when you're in attack, you have some form of tune playing to G you up. When you're defending, you have another form of tune, like an NBA, for example. And um, that, who knows? That could We never know. We never know. But guys, thank you for listening in to Time Out with Young Sporters. Hope you all have a wonderful evening and I'll speak to you very soon. Ciao.